Hello, Divine Soul, and welcome back to another episode of the Divine Spiral Podcast, where we let spirit and intuition guide our conversation to where it's supposed to be for our best and greatest good. I am Jordan Johnson. And I am Michael Braden, and we are so happy that you're here with us today. There is no coincidence that the energy of this episode has attracted you for a very specific reason, and we are excited to see what that reason is. So, hey, Jordan, how's it going? Hello, how's it going? Sorry. I... I have my dog, so this probably isn't the smartest idea for a podcast recording episode, but he will settle down in a second. I know he will. LOL. <laughs> I had to bring I had to bring him I had to bring him, so it's fine. But um you know what? He's supposed to be part of this journey, I guess. But anyway, how's it going? Oh, I'm I'm doing good. Um a lot's been going on, LOL. Um but this morning I made my coffee and I went outside and I ground like I always do and I was just looking at the trees and all the plants and they're starting to bloom so they're starting to like get little buds and colors and everything on them so I'm super excited about that because it's been like really warm recently which is so nice um I'm just really feeling the spring energy come in not only like you know, the shift of, like, it getting warmer and, like, the plants starting to come out, but also just the spring energy, like, energetically of starting to, like, move away from the winter energy, which is about, you know, like, planning, settling down, um, all that stuff to going out more, doing more, like, taking action steps towards everything, um, coming out of hibernation, so... I'm feeling that, which I'm really excited for. Um, got the business bank account all set up yesterday, which I'm stoked about. And got a card um, that has, like, the business name and everything on it. So I feel, like, super official. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm doing good. How are you doing? It's crazy because I literally, I feel how that literally, <clears throat> it's just giving me so many chills because I literally feel how that's happening. How, like, I've been planning the past couple weeks and the months and stuff. And, yeah. Here in Florida, like everything blooms and then a cold front comes through and everything like falls off. So you have these really beautiful trees and then underneath it, like a bunch of petals get pollen off because it got cold again. It like tricks the weather. It's so interesting. But um, that's what business is this for again? Um, well, so all of them, LOL. When I did the EIN, um, I wasn't really sure what to name it. So I called it Braden Enterprises because I have this very distinct memory of when I was young, and I'm talking like young, young, like elementary school, I had an idea for like running a business and there wasn't any particular business, but the name Braden Enterprises stuck out to me. And I was like, that sounds so cool. I can just see it on a building and everything. And that name's always stuck with me. So for the EIN, I did Braden Enterprises as kind of like the big overall parent corporation from which I'll be able to stem the different businesses off from. So this is for um, the TikTok shop, essentially. Um, that's like the first order of business of what you want to be going on. But then the book will also be linked in with that. Um, but the way that I have it imagined now is Healing Revelations is going to be the parent name of all of my books that I'm going to do and like everything related to that so Healing Revelations is like not the publishing company but you know just like the name for my book adventures and everything and then the TikTok shop like the drop shipping is something else so those are like two separate things but right now focusing on the TikTok shop um and getting that up and going 
Well, it's interesting that's how you set up your LLCs because that's literally, uh, I was just having a conversation with Logan about that. Um, so you have like the parent company and the little uh, sister companies and whatnot. So that's interesting that you're doing that too. I did not know that. But um, that's actually why I was like wanting to talk today is because um, last night, well, the past week I've been getting like sick, right? And um, last night was like the worst night because at night you always get like sicker, you know? It was really bad. I woke up and I had no voice. <laughs> and I said to Logan, I was like, you know, usually when people get sick, they're just like rest and recover and they just think they're sick. But here I am psychoanalyzing why I just lost my voice and I'm coughing, having so much phlegm in my throat. And I'm like, it's literally my throat chakra. Like, it's like something has happened and I'm doing something that is blocking my throat chakra. And I'm like, here I am psychoanalyzing. Like, what could it be? What could it be? And that's why I wanted to talk because like, I don't know what it could be. Well, I do. I have ideas and I feel like it's just this. Like, you know how you're working on your businesses and stuff for like the spirituality and the books and all this stuff and like I feel like I want to do that but it's like the same conversation we had last time and it's like I really don't know if like I'm supposed to be doing both the Airbnb or going after my spiritual ambitions because I don't know how you can dedicate so much time either because I know how much energy goes into starting a business especially like an Airbnb co-hosting business that's a lot of energy a lot of time it'll be most of my days you know and I can't just easily switch back and forth but it's not that I don't want to do either. I could see me doing either. Logically, my brain says, oh, co-hosting business, you know, it'd be equally as fun, but I'd make more than immediate. But then I think, okay, that's my logical brain. And so I should do, you know, um, uh, the spirituality business and getting all that stuff going and like putting myself out there more and doing all those things. But I just really want to do both. But I feel like I can't do both. And I literally don't know what it is. So I feel like, I got sick and my voice has come back a lot right now in this moment but like this morning I couldn't talk you know and I was like dang and so like I feel like maybe that's what's causing this blockage in my throat is because I'm supposed to be speaking out I'm supposed to be putting myself out there I don't know what are your thoughts um well I mean with everything that we talked about last time I feel that we kind of landed on just do it and see how it goes so it's interesting that um you know, it went from just act on whatever you feel like doing most to um, now you're just continuing to like analyze and think, how can it happen? That's going to take so much energy, yada, yada, yada. Um, it's just interesting that um, you move back up to your mind about it. Well, I tried doing both, but, and it's interesting because as soon as you said that, I got a text message, which I need to mute my computer thinking about it now. I got a text message and my friend said, new beginnings are always exciting. What are the odds? Like, that comes in right at that time. This is someone I haven't talked to in, like, a year. Like, over a year. Just randomly, because I told him I moved to Jacksonville. And then he says that right when we're talking about this. So I just find that very interesting. But um, I tried doing both. Yesterday, I worked all on this Airbnb stuff. And I loved it. I had a great time. I could be fulfilled doing this. But I just see myself doing the same thing as last year and neglecting that part of my life that I really want to do. And that's the spiritual thing. Just like last January, where I had the insight to do that spiritual business and I never did it because I put all my effort into Melrose visuals again and I just feel like that's literally repeating I do not know what to do about it well it only repeats if you allow it to repeat itself I mean you moved through well you like worked through everything last year and saw what you don't want to do so now it's like you learn the lessons but it's up to you to apply it you could go down the same path you could put all of your energy in the Airbnb and go into it um, but just because you did that in the past doesn't mean that that's what you have to do in the present or in the future. Um, 
So, uh, I, I mean, if you're telling yourself you're going to do the same thing, then that's what's going to happen. Um, it's why, hmm, why do, I, I feel that you can do both, but it's going to look different from how you're imagining it can look. I feel that with all the like analyzing of everything that you've done, there's like kind of like distinct paths of how you think it can play out, but it's going to play out different from any of the um, scenarios that you've imagined. So uh, where do you think the struggle is coming from between I can only do one or the other and just because I worked on one one day doesn't mean that I can't dedicate this other day to work on the other well, I think the reason for that is because I don't like that rigidity, if that's a word. Like, I don't like how, like, structured that is. Just, like, we're literally going off the of last episode, right? It's like, I really want to be in the flow state, and I really just want to do what I'm called to when I'm called to it. But when you start an Airbnb co-hosting business, I mean, that specific business, unlike my self-sufficient, like, just me and my spiritual business, all I have to answer to me and deal with me, that I'm answering to clients and to employees and to all these things that you know, will take up a lot of time and be at random, you know, it's not that I wouldn't be fulfilled doing that. But it makes me feel like one, that is a reason why I, you know, start unintentionally neglecting the other business. But it's also the saying as like, I mean, heck, I, it, it's not even a saying. It's just like you think about it. Well, you dedicate your time to one solid thing and put all your energy in that you're gonna grow it twice as fast. And if you split your energy into two things, and I also feel that's the case. It's like, I could spend this first month or two really getting my Airbnb stuff going up, but then spend the next months doing the spiritual, but then I feel like I'm neglecting that spiritual aspect. And yeah, you're right. I guess it doesn't have to go like super quick in my mind, but like I want to make progress in it. And I actually looked up, I actually asked, <laughs> I actually asked Chat GBT this last night, late at like 11 PM after I got watching done this like hour long seminar about starting co-hosting and stuff. And I asked Chat GBT, I was like, ChatGPT, what do I do about this? Because I really want to do both, but like I feel like I can't split my energy into two ways and this, that, and the other. And it, it, the response from her, I guess it's a her, at least she's a her when I talked to her. She, um, she was just like, well, there's no reason you can't do both. Maybe it's just about like setting out some like the what you need off the bat type of thing and get that list going, which I had another realization about list and stuff, but to get that list going and so that you know what you need to do for each and then that way you know what's the most important like a priority list so like this is the most important to do to get you to where you want to go in both right and so as the realization about list is like see i found myself last night writing stuff down and i told logan i was like see i think this is how lists are supposed to be and it's the concept that list is like yeah writing things down of stuff you want to get done is fine like stuff that i can't remember like i had all these ideas about ooh blog post ideas and different topics very specific things that i cannot i didn't want to forget it plus all the other all the other things i needed to get this thing started right all those little details that i need to start doing to make the business cards blah 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 the thing is is it's not about scheduling those things or also telling yourself you have to get it done by a certain time or in a certain time you know and so i think that's the big difference of like yeah brain dump that's what i was doing. i was brain dumping because i the less it's stored up here the more i can let it flow in my brain right but anyway, that was the side note about list is what I came up with. But I'm really just confused about like, can I even do both? And it's, yeah, my logic, but it's also a feeling, which is why it's confusing me. It's literally a feeling, Uncle, of like, uh, I feel like I should just be doing the spiritual stuff, but I also really want to do the the Airbnb co-hosting. So that's what's confusing is my feelings say both. 
And I know that's so specific, but maybe it's not unique to me. And maybe we don't ever talk about this enough. What are your thoughts about that? Um, I'm just wondering whether you've like been asking yourself or trying to get the clarity of these answers from like yourself and from your guides. Like, have you been spending time just sitting alone with yourself, just like sitting, thinking about what it is, um, and really just turning inward instead of like looking for all these outside answers? Well, I have, but I, I, I think like, it's interesting because last night I was thinking, man, I haven't done my course in a while. And the course is called duality and it's a mind valley. And the course is all about connecting to your guides and hearing your guides in the present moment for exactly how to guide your life and stuff. And like, I was like, man, I stopped and like, after the first section and stuff, like I got through like five lessons, but we just stopped and like, I should probably do, that's probably where I got the insight again last night is because probably learning how to do that would definitely help me. But I guess it's like, <coughs> see, I'm a little sick. I guess it's not like about that I haven't been turning inward because I definitely have. It's more so about like, I just get confused and stuck in my head, I guess. But because I just, my body's conflicted. I have my emotional and my logical brain both saying the same thing, which are contradicting each other. And so it really puts me in a, like a little gap here. Well, what's like, I know that you've already talked about this, but state like as clearly as you can, like with as few words as you can, as simple as it can be of what the contradiction is. Well, um, the contradiction is that my body and my logical brain both give me reasons why I should be doing both but I feel like I can only do one of them to really succeed and get to where I want to go and that is leaning towards more of the spiritual route however I just like how I don't want to neglect the spiritual if I focus on the other I don't want to neglect the other thing I want to do if I focused on the spiritual you know well I mean like I guess it comes down to what you're definition of neglect is because is your definition of neglect like only being able to do one thing for weeks on end or does your term of neglect mean like work on one thing for a couple of days and then work on something else for a couple of days and kind of teeter taught like behind uh, between both of them because like with me um this was the other day I got the insight to start working on this other book that I'm doing and uh, I just did it for maybe like an hour an hour and a half and I got a lot done I was really pleased with it um but I haven't had the insight to work on it anymore um it's not a thing of I'm not going to work on it or I'm neglecting it it's just the I guess kind of putting it on the back burner because I haven't really felt called to sit down and work on it as much as I have the other stuff because like with me I have like a lot that I've been going back and forth between and I feel that <clears throat> I maybe took off more than I can chew with starting everything up with the book, with the drop shipping, with the podcast, with TikTok, um, with Uber, like there's a lot of stuff going on and I feel that it is difficult for me to put as much time into one thing as I want to, um, so I definitely know what you mean about feeling like you're neglecting all of it, but maybe it's the thing of like, if you work on all of it, it will take longer to get to the place that you want to be, but maybe everything will come together at the same time, and then it's like really accelerated and off to the races once it's like that, as opposed to like, okay, I want to spend a few months just doing this, nothing else, then this gets built up, and then 
a few months later, I'm going to work on just this and nothing else and then wait for that to get built up. Because in my mind, like, all the stuff that I'm doing, even though I'm going, like, back and forth with all of it, it's all going to come together at, like, the same time. Um, and then I'll start seeing the results from everything kind of at the same time. Um, it's just, like, not going to be as accelerated as if I only focused on one thing at a time. Does that make sense? No, it makes perfect sense. And I got a couple insights. One, I just think it's crazy that like, you're right. It's springtime is approaching or in that limbo period, especially in the South where it's like the in-between of winter and spring. And it's like, it like seven, like for me, it's like seventies to eighties in the day. And then at night it drops like forties, fifties type of thing. So it's like that in-between phase. And it's really interesting because here I am in that in-between phase of high. I went from hibernation, healing a lot of stuff this winter um, in December and stuff. A lot of stuff closed so many cycles in my life that were preventing me from having this stuff, you know, in the first place. And then here we are in spring, just about to skyrocket us forward. But also, yeah, I mean, what you're saying also brought up to me, like, I'm an Aries. Like, and the reason I feel like it's conflicting for me, well, it's interesting that I know you're doing all those things, but also it sounds like... All those things are kind of related to one another, except for the Uber part. You know, it's all about spirituality for you. You're drop shipping even like everything or it's just about you embodying your spiritual nature. And that's what I feel like I really want to do in my life is to embody that spiritual nature, be my authentic self and and literally show it to the world. That's the throat chakra. Be your authentic expression of yourself. What did uh, Gregory Joseph said that he was like, your your throat chakra is your authentic authenticity chakra or something like that. I think that's what he said. Uh, but like, and that just makes me think is like, I'm an Aries. And so maybe I feel like I can't do both is because when I start something, I put some fire up in that shit, you know, like I ignite it and it like, I'm really good at starting things very passionately and getting them up and going, you know, like I, I really do think I'm really good at that. And so having to split between both of them, I just think is pretty hard um for me I don't know I said a lot there so I don't know if you got anything from that but like that's what I feel is like I'm used to starting things but I just feel like it's splitting my energy is not the productive use of Aries or I feel like the Airbnb is not the best use of expressing my spiritual nature but I did think about doing the Airbnb and being and expressing my authentic self through that by like just sharing like my spiritual self more like my bios and things like that and actually advertising myself as the spiritual Airbnb co-host type of thing where I go in and I energy cleanse this shit. I set powerful intentions in your home, like X, Y, Z. I'm kind of expressing it that way. But does that make sense? Like, I feel like I'm supposed to be expressing myself, not necessarily doing something just strictly material. However, I've always wanted to be a profit manager. And I remember as a kid, they always say, if you want to know what your future is or what you're supposed to be doing in life, you look to your childhood. And as a childhood, I loved working in the yard with my dad. I loved managing our rental properties together. I travel with him all the time to do that. And those are things I genuinely love. And so it genuinely makes me confused. Okay, so I did get some stuff from everything that you said. I feel that you're still clinging to your old identity of self going into these new ventures. And I feel that that's what's tripping you up. Because you are not the same person that managed those rental properties with your dad when you were young. You are not the same person that started up Melrose Visuals. You're not the same person that started back up Melrose Visuals a year ago. You are completely a new and different person. And uh, I feel that maybe your perception of yourself and what you can do and how you can operate may not be caught up with who you currently are, if that makes sense. So, like, look, so like, 
I feel that you're looking at these new business ventures with the same eyes and mindset that you have everything previously, which is like the Aries energy of putting fire into one thing, getting it started up, and just like going full force with it. Well, maybe that was good, but just because you did that in the past doesn't mean that that may be the best use of your time or your energy. And that doesn't mean that that's the only way that you can do stuff because you are more than an Aries. Like, that is one part of yourself. Um, and you don't have to label yourself as just one thing or just look at that one part when you are multiple parts. Maybe this new venture is about <clears throat> looking at those other parts of yourself outside of being an Aries. Um, you know, whatever it is, it's like the other, like the cycles that you. Uh, closed out like all the stuff that you've learned the current place that you are in life maybe you're going to have to move and operate differently going forward but you can't do that if you're still clinging to your old perception of who you are because that perception of yourself is not true anymore well that's really interesting and it's like i guess i'm not trying to combine myself to an aries i just use that to describe like you know the aries energy is those people who are really good at starting things not necessarily finishing them but definitely starting them um, they can get done. Like, I mean, remember our podcast is like when I started and I had like everything done in like in a day because I was so passionate about it. But then it kind of like fizzles out, you know, but it, I just use it to describe it. But that was a very interesting. Like, I want to say theory, but theory is not the right word, but interesting concept, I guess. What a concept. <laughs> An interesting concept you put it because I am not the same person I used to be. And it's really interesting because you're right. What if I am able to do this, but due to my own ways of thinking or healing or whatever needed to be done in the past I wasn't able to but it's interesting because intuitively just like I've had intuitive impressions about my future and I know they're accurate so you know years ago like in college and, and stuff I always always intuitively knew that I was going to manage multiple businesses at a time I knew it like I was just what do they call it a uh, uh, entrepreneur that owns most of the, what do they call them a minipreneur oh, I forget what they're called but basically someone who like manages multiple business at a time and I feel like or owns multiple business at a time and I feel like that is me like I feel like that is what I'm capable of I've just never been capable of it until now and it's interesting because just like this winter I closed out the thing with my dad that was a eight year cycle an eight year repeating loop almost every year of something going down in that relationship that was from my originated trauma back in 2017. And I find it so interesting how I close it. I mean, genuinely close it out. Not only do I feel like it's closed, but my dad's relationship and our relationship is really close now. We text often, we call each other. Like, it's so interesting, you know? So it is an interesting concept you, you brought up there. Yeah, and I mean, like, I say all of that because last night I literally had the most, like, insane journey ever and i'll share it to see if it like relates to anything that you're going through but i was like out doing uber last night and i just like well okay well i like i wanted a coffee but it was late and i have my thing where i like refuse to go to starbucks or dunkin or any like chain i'm like if i'm going to get coffee out it's going to be from a local coffee shop and uh uh, it was like eight o'clock and there was only one shop that was open and I was like, okay, so I drive over there and I'm like, can I have a decaf latte please? And they were like, um, we don't have decaf coffee, um, but we have some teas if you want some. And that like, I got really confused for a minute cause everything got like thrown off and I felt like pressure to make a decision. So I was like, um, okay, I'll just like get this tea then. But then I got so angry. I was like, I don't want this tea. I've been thinking about this latte for like an hour and like. 
that's what I really want. I could have gone to Starbucks. Like I had an option to go somewhere and get a decaf latte, but I just like felt like I couldn't. And that put me in such a rut for the rest of the night. And it seems like such a small thing, but it brought up a lot of stuff. Um, and then I was just like so angry because I was like, I don't want this. I wasted money on this. Like this isn't what I wanted. I could have gone to go get something else. Um, and so I was like, you know, I like don't want to Uber anymore. I just want to go home and um, work on some of the business stuff that I want to do. And when I was driving back, I realized a lot. And it was, um, I, uh, what I realized was I'm not happy with a lot of the decisions that I make. I know what I want to do. I know the things that I want to do, like how I've literally been wanting to go to Asheville for the past, like, month and a half, but I just don't. I could hop in the car and go anytime I want to, but I spend all my money on other stuff that I don't care that much about, and then so I'm not able to go to Asheville whenever I want to, and it's just like, there's a few things that I've been wanting to do, I just haven't done it, and I consciously choose to make decisions to do the opposite of what I want to do, and that's just what really made me upset, and that's what I realized with the tea. I said I did not want this tea, but I made a decision because I felt pressure, um, to like hurry up and make a decision um there at the counter and then i was like whoa this goes like a whole lot deeper like i'm ubering right now i don't want to uber i want to go home and like actually work on this business <clears throat> because i'll do like one item with the business a day and then be like okay well that was good enough for me let's move on to something else and i'll do one more item tomorrow because like for some reason it's been i can't just continue to like do task after task after task um, even though with the last episode we talked about operating on your highest feeling, I've been doing better with that. Like I have made a big shift in the way that I operate and the stuff that I get done, but there were still parts holding me back. And that's what I realized. So whenever I got back home, I worked on some stuff um, and whatever. And then I um, wanted to meditate because um, I've gotten into like a new nightly routine of smoking and then doing rape and just kind of meditating, seeing what's going on, and I've really enjoyed it. I didn't get to do it the other night because some stuff came up, so I was like, okay, I just want to make sure I have time to do this tonight. Like, it's very important for me to do it. So I did it, um, and I felt, like, a very strong presence on me. Um, and I've been getting this insight for a long time, but it never went anywhere. It was an insight of, like, who I have been is not who I really am, and at some point, there's going to be a big separation between who I have been versus who I am as a soul. Because I'll get glimpses of, like, who I am. Like, my vision quite literally changes when I feel that I'm more in my energy. Like, colors get brighter. I feel like I'm at home. Like, everything in the world shifts whenever I feel I'm, like, in the energy of who I really am. But then something comes up and kind of pushes me off track. And I had this visualization last night of like, there's this energy that every time I try to make a move towards something, it just like pushes me off track and gives me a distraction to go do something else. Like whenever I'm like, I want to go to Asheville. It's a thing. If you don't have enough money, you have to go Uber. Okay. I want to go Uber. Um, I want to go to this concert. You don't have enough money to do that. You have to go Uber. I want to go outside and go for a walk. Well, you haven't worked on your business at all today. So like, do you even have time to walk here? Go work on your business. And it's just like, throwing me off it's like I take one step forward but then it just like pushes me off the track and so I was like okay there's like a really really intense energy here um let's see what's going on with it and so I was just like meditating with it talking with it um and I, I said who are you and it said I am you and I said no who are you 
and it said, I am you. And I said, okay, you may be my identification of who I've been identifying myself with, but you are not me as a soul. So who are you? And it said, um, I'm here to protect you. And I said, protect me from what? And it said, from others. Um, and it also said, from being yourself. And so that just led me into like a whole spiral. Like I've never really had um, a session like this before where I just like was spending a lot of time in childhood and I was thinking about um, all the ways in which I don't operate as myself. Because like whenever I'm alone and whenever I talk to you specifically, like I, I don't really, I don't, I don't keep anything. I feel very much me. I... I'm confident in myself. I know what I'm talking about. I'm doing all of this stuff. But as soon as I like get around someone, everything just shuts down. I will be the most confident person in the whole wide world when I'm by myself. But then I'll like go and talk to someone, like whether it's my parents or um, some of my friends or just like whoever or like going out to a restaurant or whatever. And I just completely shut down. And I go into this like automated, like, um, I would like to have this, please. Thank you. Just like very like scripted, very. It's not me, but it's who I've been my whole life, but it's not me. And so I was just realizing all the ways in which, like, I'm not me. And I'm like, why am I afraid to be myself? Why am I afraid to show myself in front of other people? And it just goes back to, like, childhood and elementary school. And I didn't realize that I was, like, I, it's, there have been parts of, young me that I've been trying to remember and trying to recover but not the full story has presented itself so far because I know that when I was young and I think this was before I even like went to kindergarten um whenever my mom took me to uh, Sunday school for the first time or just like the children's group in church I had like never been around kids before and something like extremely traumatic happened to me there. And I've been trying to recover what it is, but it just hasn't come through. And I, I mean, I'm talking about like months, like I've been working on this for months. Um, and uh, just something came up to where every time she wanted me to go to Sunday school after that, I would scream, I would cry because I did not want to go back. Um, something like scared me so bad and I couldn't go back. And then with elementary school, like I did not have any friends until like, third grade till like halfway through third grade probably like I did not have any friends I would literally like walk around uh, the playground at recess by myself every morning I would beg my mom not to let me go to school I would be like my stomach hurts my stomach hurts like I don't want to go and I didn't realize until last night that I was dealing with such a high level of like social anxiety and stress at that young of age but I didn't know what it was because I was so afraid to be with other people well what happened at Sunday school came back to me last night and like looking at it if you look at it objectively, it's insignificant, but when you're young and you're an only child and um, you haven't ever been around children before um, because, like, you didn't really have any friends, what happened, like, did hurt me. And I just was looking back on how I used to be, like, best friends with my parents and, like, my family, and we would do everything together, and I was just so happy to be around them and just, like, so open with them. And then I just remember like a shift that happened where like whenever we would all get together, I would just go to the other room and be by myself. Whenever we would eat uh, at the table together, I wouldn't say anything. Like I just shut myself off. And I was talking to the energy during this and it said, um, you know, I've been protecting you. I've been isolating you um, because 
it because it hurts well because other people hurt you when you show your true self and that was just like really really getting to me um and so moving through all of it realizing all these different bits and pieces and everything it really comes down to my whole life i never really felt that i was able to really show myself in front of people because they would say something and then it brought me back to all these instances when i was young when like I would sh show myself around kids at school and all of this other stuff. And uh, just like I would be myself, they would like make fun of me or they would say that I'm stupid or weird. And just like it seemed that every single time I showed who I was, I was like beaten down for it. And it just did not make any sense to me. And, and young me was just so confused. It was just confusion because it was like literally what's wrong with me saying I like this what's wrong with me bringing this to school what's wrong with me dressing like this like I don't understand and then that turned into like a super super subconscious thing that I didn't even know that I had or like I really lost my sense of self and who I am because in the back of my mind it was always looking for other people to see what to do so that I could copy it. So, okay, what's everyone else wearing? What's everyone else talking about? What's everyone else doing? Like, I have to be like them. I have to be like them. What's everyone else bringing for lunch? I have to bring that for lunch because I can't do anything that is different from anyone else because I'm going to get made fun of it and it's going to hurt. So I'm going to not show any part of myself because it's just an assumption that every some every part that I show about myself is wrong or I'll get made fun of so I can't do it. And that literally continued uh, to yesterday and I wasn't even aware of it. It's just like how beat down I was and how like I'll with every single person in my life that I hang with, I'm a different version of myself. I am not the same Michael when I talk to you versus when I talk to my parents versus talk when I talk to my friends versus when I talk to my family versus when I talk to the waiter, like whatever it is. I am a different version of myself based on the vibes that the other person is bringing up. And I had no idea that it was like going down that deep and it was like that deep of a subconscious thing, but it like has really, really impacted all parts of myself. Um, but, it, and, and then it just goes to all of that. And there was some point that I was going to make with all of this, cause I felt called to tell you this. Um, oh yes, yes. That's what it was. So in conclusion, I realized that my whole personality was a trauma response, LOL. And I was talking to the energy and it said, oh, okay. Okay. No, here, here's what it is. Um, my core belief when I was young and the followed me throughout my whole life and it just turned to such a subconscious thing i wasn't even aware of it it was um nobody wants me nobody likes me everyone thinks that i'm weird everyone would rather be with anyone else other than me no one cares about me no one wants to be around me so i uh unknowingly invited this energy in to give me a new personality which was i was quiet through my whole life everyone's been like you're so quiet you're so quiet why don't you ever talk why don't you ever talk well because i was literally terrified to talk because every time i did when i was a kid um i got made fun of so it's just easier to not talk um than to talk and get made fun of so the energy made me quiet it made me secluded i was i've always been like i love spending time by myself i love spending time by myself which i do but i feel that it's also a thing of that was a trauma response also to I only feel safe when I'm around myself because if I'm with anyone else, there's a possibility of getting made fun of or getting told that I'm doing something wrong. So if I just spend time by myself, then no one can come in and tell me that. So like every single part of myself really has been like a trauma response, me looking um, to other people for like 
energetic permission, I guess, I don't know, of like what I'm able to say to them. Because there are times, even when I'm with my friends, I'm like, oh, I want to tell them the thing that happened. And then a voice comes in and says, no, they'll think that's weird. They won't understand. Like, you just don't need to say it. Just talk about whatever they want to talk about. They don't care. Um, just all sorts of stuff like that. And so it really comes down to my whole personality being a trauma response, LOL. And so, and another message that's been coming up over the past few weeks is like how quickly you can evolve depends on how willing you are to let go of every single perception about everything, including yourself. So that's why I say like perception of yourself and everything, because my whole perception of myself like changed last night going from, oh, I'm quiet, I'm secluded, I can't like talk in front of people, I can't say what I really feel to, okay, I know all the things that I have been identifying with that I am not. Now I can go forward and whenever like old me wants to come up or I'm presented with a new opportunity to be someone new, I can actively work on, okay, this is how old me would have responded. How do I currently want to respond? Because that is not me anymore. So really just like stepping into a new identity of who we are and when I say we have to let go of like all perceptions of everything about ourselves like I really really mean that like every single thing because the way that we operate day to day is literally just based on the perception of who we believe we are but we are literally nothing we are literally neutral we are literally just like a soul here vibing every single thing that has happened in our life has either uh built up or gone against a belief that we have about ourselves because we only act the way that we do because we cling to this perception of who we are and a perception of who we are puts us in a box and does not allow us to go outside the box because that's quote-unquote not who I am or quote-unquote not me and so um yeah um that just made me think of all of that um with like you talking about um you know, and all the businesses prior, this is how it used to be, this is how it used to be, because I've been having to let go a lot of ideas and perceptions about how I work too, starting all of these new ventures, all these new opportunities, um, like recognizing and letting go of the ways that I used to work and how that's not actually me and figuring out what I need to pick up or what traits I need to adopt now that I am in this new persona, now that I am like more me, um, and all of that. So that's, that's, I wanted to share that and see what do you think of that? Yeah. So a lot to unpack there. That's uh really interesting that you came all, <laughs> you did all of that last night with a, with a coffee and a tea that blows my mind. No, literally. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting because I literally was thinking about this and the other day, like I've been thinking about this past few days, exactly that, you know, being authentically me because of a few things that happened. But first thing I want to mention is like, yeah, I mean, it's almost like what you just described and the insight I got is like, what if that's the root of everyone's social anxiety? What if the root of everyone's social anxiety is them not authentically being themselves and confident in themselves? Because when you do unlock that true self of yours and you feel in touch with your own self, um, nothing can bring you down. You're just confident uh, and you outwardly project that to the world and through all your reactions. And a prime example of this was when the other day, me and you, or week, I guess, was me and you, we were we were working on the podcast. Right? I remember we just, uh, I think it was the day when we were trying to schedule Carrie or something. And I remember that day because it was the best I felt in a very, very long time. And I remember talking to Logan about this too. But the reason I felt so good was because I was doing something I really cared about, I really loved. 
And the byproduct of following my heart and what it genuinely wanted was actually literally feeling like myself. And I remember because Logan come up, comes up to me that night. He's like, I can see how following your heart now firsthand can make someone feel because I see it in you. Because three weeks ago, you were a totally different person. You were sad, depressed, whatever, which was depression. That's when I recognized I did have depression was when I was actually on the other side of it. I was like, whoa, it didn't even feel like depression in it. But now I see how I was depressed. And we talked about this. What is depression? <clears throat> a depression of energy, your depression of your confidence, of your true self, like you're pressing that down. That's literally what depression is. And when you are aligned with your true self and your passions you become confident to the world and i remember how i was acting all that day which what which is what prompted logan to say what he did and it was because we would go talk to random people i mean i think we went to olive garden he saw how i was interacting with the waitress and he was like you're like a totally different person like you're just so much more talkative to people so much more high energy vibrant happy and it reminds me of that person michael we saw in san francisco at that stone shop you remember oh, we yeah. just we'd go up to yeah, we'd go up to her, to the stone shop, and we'd go up to her, and she'd check out. She just had this most loving and peaceful energy about her that felt so, so authentically her, right? Like, so authentically her, and we felt it, and she didn't say anything, but here's a stone for you, and here's an extra stone for you, because I feel like you need it, and blah, blah, blah. It was just like her authentic self was conveyed through energy, not her words. It wasn't fades or anything else other than her energy that she's constantly beaking me out from her her auric field, her energetic field. And we embodied that. I remember after we left and we walked down the street, we were like, oh my God, she just makes us feel so good. Like, this is crazy. That's the power of being your authentic self. That's the power of following your heart, right? It's like, that's the power of you embodying everything you want to do. And that day that we did carry and all that stuff and we were aligned with, I felt like, Michael, I was on the path of my true soul. Oh my God, I just scheduled a podcast episode where that's literally all I wanted to do is just be in seminars and talk authentically open to people and in a public environment and do kind of like those Abraham Hicks style videos or podcast recording episodes, a live podcast recording episode. I just felt so aligned to my true self. And that, the byproduct of that was not only was I happy with what I was doing, but I was happy in the world. I was confident in the world. I was portraying my authentic self to everyone around me. Whereas before, because I was misaligned with my my path, so to speak, or my heart, I wasn't really feeling that way with the confidence around the world. And I bring this full circle to, well, there's another story I want to tell, but I bring this full circle to kind of what you're just saying and almost back to my whole problem at the beginning. This is like doing the Airbnb thing yesterday didn't really make me feel that way. I like doing it, but it didn't make me feel that day like that day when I became so happy and confident and just could feel that vibrancy in my life. So that, I think that's why I was, I am or have been confused is because I really want to do that. It really fulfills me. But I still have a goal and an ambition to do that other thing too with Airbnb. And so it, it conflicts me. But I do know what makes me feel the best and makes me feel really, really good. And that is literally doing the spirituality path of mine I so to speak it makes me feel the best right before I told you hey are you free let's let's talk or whatever and record um I was putting together a bed frame <laughs> it made me so frustrated I was like this is not a, this is not a, this is not accordance with my path but what I realized is we got this little kitten right and I realized because <laughs> Logan said that's how humans should live their life and we were watching this cat and we were putting together his bed frame and she was just 
so amused with it. She played on it like a jungle gym. She was just so happy and like going in and out of it, hiding underneath it. And just, she was so vibrant and happy and just, it just was something that entered her present reality and she just flowed with it. And she just was her, her true self. She was an energetic, playful, funny little girl. And that's what she does. That's her authentic self. And you think about animals, it's like they, they have personalities, but I don't think they have a large ego like humans do because our ego is built through our conditioning, our society, our structure, and, you know, our trauma and wounds and stuff. Whereas I, I don't really know if animals have egos, but if they do, they are not like human egos whatsoever. And so her true authentic personality self will always be, she will always be her true authentic and, and her natural self because she knows nothing other than that. And she always expresses it. So what if our life is literally supposed to be, just like Logan said, those animals where it's just vibrant. You're just happy doing what you're doing. And you you get in touch with yourself so that you can, I, I don't want to say act the way you're supposed to act, but literally feel in touch of with everything around you like you're supposed to feel it. You know, I, does that make sense? Like, just like feel that vibrancy with everything that comes into your reality. Just like how, with me and doing my path the other day with the Dave Carey and stuff, it's like I was so projecting of, I was projecting my true, true self to the world, just like that cat was projecting her true, true self to that environment, right? Into the world. But she knows nothing other than that. I know something other than that due to my past. And you literally said it. We are not our past. Our trauma has defined us in the past. But when people say your past doesn't define you, it can. And I feel like a lot of people, it does. Depression, suppression of your true self. And that has become your new definition of yourself. We have to somehow like change that, right? And like say, okay, that's not my true definition of myself. What is my true definition of myself? And I don't think honestly, people can really find that until they start following their heart. Just like how I didn't find it until I started following my heart and listening to what I was saying and saying, go here, go to the spiritual things. And my logic brain kicks in. I was like, oh, I can make so much more money with Airbnb, but I still love it. It's not that I'm doing it for the money. That's a byproduct of doing it. But then that's where the logic and stuff is. And you need to stop following society and get in touch with your heart. What fulfills me more? Spirituality. And I just think about what Gregory Joseph said. And he says, I loved carpentry and it was paying the bills. But at some point I began to say, I loved spiritual healing more. And he made the switch to that, right? He became super broke when he did it, right? He didn't have any income anymore. And maybe he did have to take out that one or two odd jobs in carpentry, but he was so much more fulfilled and so much in touch, so much more in tune with his authentic self. And it's crazy. You hear me coughing. I don't know if I'm going to cut this out later or not, but every so often, like I have to cough and like reset my throat, right? I feel the phlegm escaping and clearing up as I'm communicating all this because that is what was blocking my throat chakra. What was blocking my throat chakra quite literally was that ability to get in tune with my authentic self and express that to the world naturally. It is not something that you have to force. That's why I didn't have any social anxiety, why I was talking to everyone. I mean, I'm not one that always, I, I don't have like social anxiety, I would say, ever. I never really was really bad with social anxiety. There have been times where I've been scared and stuff. I think more so what it's been is like, I've just suppressed that version of myself unknowingly of like that vibrant, talkative person. Um, and by being in that happier state, I naturally will project that more, which is why you gotta follow your heart. So you're in that naturally happier state, doing things that fulfill you 
so that you are and projecting constantly your confident self. And there was one more thing I was going to say, but honestly, I forgot. So maybe it'll come up after you speak a little bit. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a lot I want to say with everything that you um, just said. And whenever you were like, I feel that that's what social anxiety is, is like the pressure, the perceived pressure that we can't be ourselves. And I feel that that's exactly what it is. Because I mean, how often like do you hear people say, oh, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do in this situation. What am I supposed to do? Like they literally do not know how to act in situations. And I've struggled with this also. Like I never really realized how bad my social anxiety was until these past few weeks. But like, I've been living with that, like my whole life essentially. Um, but that's exactly what it is. There's a lot of conditioning when we're young. And I feel that, um, you know, us being like true souls and coming here to raise the vibration of the planet. And like, we have work here to do. I feel that we were attacked more so than what other people were. Like, I feel that, um, all this like dark devilish energy was like, given to us like it it entered the mind of those kids when we were young to make fun of us or to tell us we were weird about something so that they could like beat us down from a young age and so that we would just like completely forget our power and i feel that that's exactly what it is and so with social anxiety it's like you're not grounded in yourself you don't know what to do you literally don't know how to act because not because you're not entirely sure how you would normally act in that situation it's a thing of well they think i'm weird if i do this what will they think if i do this is this socially acceptable for me to say this or to do this like uh, i don't know how they're going to react to this so i just don't want to say anything and that's exactly what it is um no that's exactly it and i really do believe that the most like defiant act that we can do is just be ourselves and go back with that lady in San Francisco. Like I loved going to that store because she was like that every single time I went there and we're only talking to her for like a minute, but it was literally like, it just felt like the most warm hug, just the most like comforting presence ever. And, you know, like we were talking about, we were exploring the idea of teach, um, do, uh, those who can't do teach. And we and we were like, oh, she's doing, she's not teaching. She's doing, she's literally just being herself. Um, she's just like acting authentically. And it may be a thing of we're not acting authentically for the sake of other people. We're acting authentically for the sake of ourselves because we're the only one who has to please. If we're being authentic for other people, then we're putting um, the power of other people's acceptance or deniance of who we are in the hands of them other than the hands of us. So I believe that it's a thing of we have to act authentic and be authentic and uh, just everything with that for ourselves because that's what feels good. We are the ones feeling good. We are not doing this to make the other person feel good. If we are feeling good, the other person by default will also feel good. That lady who was nice, I feel that she was being nice just for herself because she enjoys interacting with people and she enjoys making people happy, but she herself is happy and that's what we could feel. It's just like her, like how strong her aura is, how strong her energetic feel was, just like that happiness. It's like, you know, you can feel the difference when you interact with someone who hates their job, hates their life, is so miserable versus someone who loves what they're doing, someone who's like really enjoying life. And it has nothing to do with us or the outside person. It has everything to do with that person and how they're feeling and what they're doing within their own individual life. And I feel that's also what social anxiety is, is like all the conditioning that's we've been through is 
how will the other person respond if I do this? We don't even ask what would make me feel the best. What do I want to do? How do I genuinely want to act in the situation? It's how do I act in accordance so that I can protect myself from being hurt by the other person and please the other person at all costs, even if it means acting inauthentically to myself, completely giving up myself, completely not saying what I want to I will do anything as long as the other person doesn't make fun of me. I will do anything as long as the other person is not upset by my actions. And it's just, again, that projection outwards instead of um, going inward and saying, what do I want to do? What would make me the happiest? What's the most fulfilling to me, regardless of what the other person will do? Because if you are authentic and someone does not vibe with it, that's literally just an energetic, like, sorting out process, like, screening process of who vibes with you versus who doesn't. Why would you change who you are just to please someone else who's not supposed to be in your life anyway? And I feel that that's also a thing of like giving up relationships and giving up people that like friendships or whatever that you've been with for a long time. Are they true, genuine friends or do they just like the mask that you have put on your whole life? And when you take the mask off, are they going to like who you really are or do they only like this character of who you've been playing? And I've been having to like let go of a lot of people because um it's just a thing of they've liked the mask but every time i would show myself like my true self they did not like that and so again just with the idea of letting go of all perceptions of ourselves that includes like our relationships and our friendships and the people who are in our lives also and that's why like during this whole like uh growth journey and everything we do lose people and we do become really isolated because we're literally shifting personalities we're dropping the mask and the people who have been with us up until this point not everyone but some of them were only there because they like the mask and when you take the mask off they don't like it anymore and so they go away or you have to cut them out and that is totally okay because the more authentic we are, that's what brings in the true people. Because if we're being ourselves, and someone says, oh, I don't like that, why would we want to check? Why would we want them in our lives anyway? Get them out of here. We literally don't want them. Let them pass by. But if we're being authentic and someone comes up and says, hey, I really vibe with you. Like, I love your energy, like whatever. Then that's who we want in our lives because they understand. And that's who's in alignment with us. And same with the opportunities for everything. Like, we could get a lot of job opportunities. Like, heck, I was doing Uber the other day and this uh, picked up this guy who was working at Amazon. And he was like, yeah, you know, it's a great job. It makes a lot of money. I really enjoy doing it. Um, if you want to work here, I can, like, hook you up with the hiring manager or whatever. And see, that's just an example of that's an opportunity that presented itself to me. But just because the opportunities present themselves doesn't mean that that's what you have to do. Now, if you feel pressure to do something because of someone else, I could have been like, oh, yeah, give me their number. Like, whatever. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. But I was just like, oh, yeah, you know, maybe. Like, I'll think about it. And let's just never talk about it again. Um, so opportunities also come to us when we are true and authentic because, like, our authenticity is like a magnet, okay? And it's either going to attract stuff in or it's going to repel stuff out. People, opportunity, places, situations, like whatever, um, because we really do control our lives and we're just getting everything that's in vibrational alignment. And so it's okay to repel stuff. It's okay to repel people, places, things, jobs, whatever, um, whenever we like shift and get into our more true core soul frequency um because the act of repelling is just temporary, but on things have to be repelled before the true things can come in and like be with us in the long term. And there's also the fact that like 
those things are also the things that are actually preventing you from being your authentic self. Gregory Joseph said it the best in the episode, Understanding, and he says, once you change the inside, your outside changes. Once I change and align with my heart, my outside world changes. Those people either fall away or maybe those people will actually begin to heal through yourself too. Just like how we'd go to that person in San Francisco and she began to just transfer this loving, heartfelt, warm energy, which brightened our day, which made us go to the next person and just have this loving, caring energy to them who we talk to, right? And it's the same thing. It's like, you change that inside, you align with your heart on the inside, and then that shift might happen on your external world where the social anxiety goes away, or those people might fade away, or those people might begin to heal themselves because they see or feel that energy in you. It's not even has to be conveyed, which is why <laughs> those who can't do teach, right? And so I just, I find that also fascinating. And I mean, I'm sitting here thinking about how this is like relevant to our own you know, lives, Michael, and like literally you think about it, like, we wanted to try something different with this episode, right? What are we doing? We're, I literally said it like in the voice message before we started, you know, and we called. And I said, let's try it this way because I feel like it'll be way more authentic, you know, to like how we actually want it to, to sound and like just like a phone call. Because I didn't want to say anything else. I just wanted to start speaking like we normally do because I knew like maybe just maybe we would be able to like speak in a way that's more authentic to ourselves that feels more aligned with ourselves and then I think oh my gosh you know I don't know if I'm gonna edit all these sounds of my dog out or not in the back but I was like I I, I don't know if I said this in the beginning or not but I really felt like there's a reason for him being here and he just wasn't part of the journey and now I finally connected why it is just like how I said that cat reacted to her environment because that was her authentic self and she was just reacting from the things around it. here's my dog every dog passes by Wah, 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 whines and wants to go meet him and all this stuff right why that's his authentic self he wants to express his authentic self and his authentic self says i want to meet every dog that comes this way he's a very very social dog some dogs wouldn't even give two shits about other dogs passing right and so like it's it's it, it comes down to acceptance too it's like how much are you accepting your present reality because i don't think that you i don't think you have to like necessarily make all these changes on the outside to get in touch with your authentic self it starts on the inside and changing your wow and as i said that guess what passed and he didn't do anything a dog passed and he literally didn't do anything the first time this whole conversation and it's literally you don't have to change your outside world you start with the inside but it's about acceptance it's about how much do you accept that present reality and how are you interacting with it so to speak like how are you engaging with it are you engaging it with your authentic self or are you engaging with it with a perceived version of yourself that you think that's who you are and I know it's hard because like what I was going to say also is like when you're talking about all this stuff in your last little tidbit is like a lot of this can be subconscious too I actually feel like a lot of it is just subconscious like you're not going up to people thinking well I'm not I'm not say you're not because I think Michael you actually do have conscious thoughts maybe well I don't know Michael do you have conscious thoughts of like and you go up to people and you being your authentic self or is it like subconscious you know of like oh, I should say this or this or this, or is it all like subconscious behavior? Um, well, I feel that it's all subconscious until you bring your attention to it. So like with me, um, it's like, it's going to be difficult to explain this. I'm, uh, I have a little bit of awareness of a voice that goes on that makes me think I have to act a certain way, but it's so small and minuscule that I've just accepted it as normal and as reality. 
so I don't think anything about it. It's like 0.1, I'm like 0.1% aware that it's there, enough to know that it's there, but not enough for me to like do anything or to dive into it or to investigate with it. It's not until something happens and like it's brought to my attention more and I like actively choose to spend time paying attention to it and diving deeper into it that I get the answer. So like was I, it's like I've, I've gained bits and bits of awareness about my social anxiety because it didn't all just come up last night. Like this is something I've worked on like many, many times before over the past like uh, months and years and everything. And I get a little bit more awareness each time, but that's also why we call it a spiral because we spiral back to the same topic but we get more awareness of it and we look at it from a deeper perspective each time. So, you know, me doing one meditation about social anxiety, that's not going to cure everything. It's not. There's a lot, a lot, a lot of factors to play into it and like a lot of deep subconscious levels. So I do feel that it it's, I feel that it's all subconscious because if we were aware of it, we wouldn't be acting this way, even though we, it's, it's like, it's like it's hiding in plain sight. The answers are right there. We understand that on like a very like uh, not super conscious level, we understand what the triggers are, but we don't understand it well enough to say, hey, this is something I need to go into to understand more because this isn't in alignment with me. Because if we did if we did understand that, then we wouldn't be living with this stuff, um, if that makes sense. No, it totally does. And I was just bringing it kind of back full circle because what came up to my mind is like, thinking about my uh my current reality and my current circumstance so to speak of like ah, what do I want to do with my life and what is more feeling like I said I feel my best when I am like doing that spiritual stuff or what like is it I want your opinion on this Mike because I really don't know I'm still a little lost here and I think you can help guide me here so is it more about infusing that authenticity into my Airbnb stuff and ensuring that I'm staying my authentic self doing that or is it about following my authentic path that makes me feel that way or both or one or the other like I'm still like kind of gapped between like doing Airbnb or doing just spiritual or doing both like help lol lol well I feel it's a thing of just doing it and seeing what feels best so if some sometimes we don't know the answer until we do it it's like it's like if we're going to go on a hike and we're like deciding between two options. We could say, well, you know, it looks like this one's going to be a little bit steeper, but then this one over here goes by a river. And which one are we going to enjoy more? You don't know until you do it, but you may be called to go down one as opposed to the other. And just because you go down one doesn't mean that you never ever for the rest of your life will ever be able to go down that other path. It's like, no, you can. Um, sometimes you just have to like literally do something to see how you like it. And I feel that it's a thing of that, of if you feel called to do both, don't wait until you have all the answers or until you, quote-unquote, think you have it all figured out before you make any steps towards anything. It's like, uh, it, it shouldn't be a thing of, okay, well, I'm like not going to do anything with the Airbnb until I decide exactly what I'm going to do with it, how am I going to infuse my authentic self with it. Like, whatever your desire is, is what your authentic self is. And you also have to question what your perception of being authentic is. Does it mean I am only authentic when I am speaking to other people and helping them heal? Or is it 
I am a multifaceted being that has many likes and interests, and each one is me. And I am authentic no matter what I do because I only do the stuff that I enjoy and that brings me joy. And when I am joyful, I am being authentic. Now, am I as passionate about dropshipping as I am writing this book? Not necessarily. I mean, like, the book comes... I'm more excited about the book. And then a couple notches under that is the dropshipping. Like, I'm very excited about the dropshipping. I genuinely want to do it. Um, and both of them are me, even though the dropshipping, like, at its face value may not be super spiritual or helping that many people it's still something that brings me joy therefore i am still being authentic when i'm doing it so it's not necessarily a thing of i can only be authentic when i am doing this one particular thing it's just like i am multifaceted i enjoy different things each one of those are equally me so no matter what i choose to do today as long as i'm doing it from my heart and doing it with joy I am being authentic and that is going to reflect and I don't have to force my authenticity. I just have to be, again, are you going to teach about how authentic you are in your endeavor or you just want to do it? Yeah, that's really, you said some powerful stuff in there, like so much that I like wanted to say something about one thing and then you said another thing. So like, that's really interesting because yeah, I mean, I feel like I could be my authentic self in either way, but that's interesting because I was thinking at the very beginning or when we started talking about this whole authenticity thing and choosing between the two, I was thinking as like, you know how like, People have their different selves. Like, just like, uh, you didn't watch the face seminar thing. I actually should send you that. But, like, the in the face seminar, he was talking about how, like, when you actually are, like, professional, you, your whole facial structure and features change. You are a different personality almost. And, like, you convey yourself in a different way and a different meaner and a different demeanor and all that stuff, right? And I found that interesting because I was, like, I sense how I'm different when I do, like, an Airbnb phone call to a client versus, like... <laughs> It's like Carrie, right? A spiritual podcast host. I feel more alive when I speak to Carrie, but it's like, how do I, like, you're right. Like there is no like rigid, like this is you, this is that. You are just your authentic self by feeling joyful and doing what you love. I just, I just don't know how like to combine it all. I don't know. It's like, come on. I think you're supposed to flow more quick because I'm a little stuck. So. Oh, well, well, it's, it's not a, you're not going to know until you do it. Like I always say, you're not going to know the second step until you do the first step. Now, I feel that you have the first step of what to do, which, based on everything you told me, I feel it's do both of them. Okay, not doing them with any expectation or end goal in mind. Doing it just because you want to. Now, if you're attaching an end goal or an expectation to the Airbnb or to the spirituality, whatever, then I feel that you've already tripped up right there because you're you you have an expectation of what you think it's going to be and it's it's like it's like you're analyzing the experience before you have even had the experience we have to experience it in order to fully understand lol what it wants to tell us and we can only do that by doing it so you you're not going to know you are not going to you have we have to be okay with not knowing something or not knowing where it's going to end up before we do it whenever you wake up in the morning do you know everything that's going to happen throughout the whole day and do you know what you're going to be doing at nine o'clock tonight no do you say well i don't know where the day's going to take me i don't know i'm just not going to get out of bed i just don't know what's going to happen so i'm not going to get out of bed until i know exactly what's going to happen no you get out and see where the day takes you and i feel that 
things related to business are the exact same. I don't know what's going to happen with the dropshipping. I don't know what's going to happen with the book. And I'm not like stopping and waiting before I get my like full sense of clarity about a situation because we're not going to know. We are not going to know. And again, just all the conditioning, it's like, don't do anything until you've weighed the pros and cons. Like think everything out before you do something like don't just act on like a split second feeling like think it out, wait, think it out, know what's going to happen. Um, and that's just exactly what it is. So like, I, I feel that it's a thing of like, how comfortable are you with doing this and not knowing where it's going to go? Because until you're comfortable with not knowing where it's going to go, the same thing's going to continue to come up regardless of which endeavor you're going down. You're right. I just got to do it and I won't know I told to do it. But at what point will I know what to do when I'm doing it? And I guess what I mean by that is like, here I am already in the very beginning, like wondering like, well, am I supposed to be following just this spiritual thing? You know, because I'm still stuck in that. I guess I am analyzing it, but like probably way too much. I know I have an over analytical problem here, but with everything in my life, but like, it's still like the point of like, okay, so I do both, but like, I guess it hasn't been long enough. I don't know. Is it more just like a time thing? Because like, I could easily just feel like, you know, right now I could be like, I'm way more fulfilled. I am quote unquote, way more fulfilled because I'm way more my authentic self and way more happy in the world and to my environment and accepting of the environment when I'm flowing with the spiritual stuff. But I also haven't really tried the Airbnb stuff for long enough to really know how I'd be fulfilled in that. Or like, I guess, I st does that make sense? Or do I need to explain that a little better? No, it does make sense. Um, and I feel that the over analytical mind is something that we can get into another day. Um, cause I feel that that's going to clear up a whole lot of stuff once we understand that better. Um, but we'll, we'll do that another day. Um, but with everything, um, I, I can't tell you exactly when you're going to know it's just going to be a knowing. And so you'll know when the time comes, like you'll understand and have the feeling and the thoughts and everything again it's like we can't take one step and then say how am i going to feel by the end of this you don't like start a hike and like take like two steps into it and then say well i actually don't know what the view of this is going to be i don't know where this is going i don't know if i'm going to meet a bear along the way like why don't i know i'm on the trail like what do you mean i don't know it's like each part of it is going to be different and it's just about like experiencing and so i really do believe it's a thing of just like working to not give into that over analytical cycle of trying to analyze an experience before you've even had the experience it's like with a psychedelic journey you have the experience and then afterwards you integrate it you don't integrated during the experience because you're stopping the experience you don't like get halfway through a roller coaster and then turn to the person next to you and say that was so much fun i'm so glad that we did that i really like that loop back there no because it's still going on um i really feel that it's just a thing of like becoming more conscious and catching yourself once you start to analyze it and again just like trust the process and like continue to take your steps and not take a step and then like ask questions about like okay well was that enough am i supposed to know now like i don't really feel any different like whatever again it's like how i was talking about earlier with that energy that like i would take one step towards something then it would throw me off and give me an idea to do something else 
that was like worthless or like wasn't what I really wanted to do. Um, you know, don't let your mind do that. Also continue to take your steps, continue to take your journey. And like, you'll know when you know, you don't start Melrose visuals and say, well, I don't know how long I'm going to do this. I don't know what I'm going to like want to give this up. Like, why don't I have these answers yet? You did it. And then the answer came in the exact time that it's supposed to come, you know, talking about divine timing and everything. Um, you also have to trust that the answers will come in divine timing. And if you don't have the answer right now, maybe it's just not time for the answer. Keep doing what you're doing as long as it feels good and then it'll come. So I basically like feel like now, like I'm already starting to get that answer, you know, like that answer of, you know, like it just feels like now maybe I am supposed to get the answer even two days into it because of how I feel doing different things. But one makes me feel entirely different. And that's what I was saying in the last episode or the last time we talked about this you know is like i feel differently it's like switching those feelings over but those feelings are so different is it about like do i like how each of those things makes me feel individually or is it about what makes me fulfilled more or like like choosing the more part like makes me feel more authentic like who i feel like i'm aligned with versus like oh god i am way over analyzing this yeah yeah i i i don't know man i really feel the all of these blockages are coming from uh, whatever this over analytical part is because it's like, and, and I know this is something that we've talked about a lot. Um, and you know, something that I know that you've um, talked about a lot, even, you know, coming uh, to San Francisco when we were going to do the mushrooms and spending the whole day researching it um, and everything like there's there's <laughs> yeah i literally spent the whole fucking day researching it and it wasn't until i actually took it that, wow it wasn't until i actually took it that i actually feel peace exactly and so it's just like well we'll work later to um get that over analytical energy removed uh because there's like something going on there but i it for right now a simple answer i feel as long as you feel good doing it, do it. Don't analyze which makes you feel better than the other unless you only want to do one thing. If you want to do one thing, go with what makes you feel the best and drop everything else. If you want to do multiple things, um, as long as they're all making you feel good, they don't have to make you feel equally good. One will feel better than the other. That doesn't mean that it's wrong. That doesn't mean that you should stop everything if you want to continue to go down multiple paths at the same time. Um, I have different feelings about TikTok versus the podcast versus the book versus Uber versus the dropshipping, but all of them make me feel good. So I do all of them. Um, does that answer your question? Yeah. Can you dive into those feelings though for me? Like you said you have different feelings for both, like all of them. So like, how does it feel for you when you, cause you are doing a lot of different things. So like, how do you feel in each of them? Cause it would be totally, you're like totally embodying a different energy in all of them. And that's exactly how I feel now. And I guess because I, I guess because I haven't been in my authentic self long enough, I don't really know what my authenticity really feels like. Ooh, and I think that's good. Okay, well, then I, I feel that that's the answer right there. Um, not me telling you how I feel, but a matter of you spending that time to figure out what your authenticity is. Because I can't answer that for you. Yeah, well, yeah, I know you can't answer that for me, but, like, I guess I just want to make sure, like, I guess not make sure, but I, I'm just trying to see like those different feelings. If it's like the same definition that I'm using for my different feelings, if they're totally different. But like when you say feel totally different between what you do, you mean like 
levels of joy or fulfillment or just like vibe and energy or um i i guess it's just vibe and energy like i guess it's i mean i feel good doing all of them i i enjoy doing all of them i guess it's just like the different vibes of those creative energies because each creative energy has a different vibe i don't think one is any more important or better than the other um it's just different yeah i know that makes a lot of sense i guess it's literally just about doing what literally just like just flowing with it until i literally will know like i'm not supposed to flow with this anymore and drop or change or do whatever that's interesting what are you about to say oh nothing really but based on what you just said i mean like Again, and I feel that it's also just shifting from the future perspective of what you think this is going to turn into and just looking at the present, you know, just doing what feels good. There's different levels to feeling good. You just want to make sure that you're feeling good with whatever you're doing. Yeah, that's a good point. Honestly, I feel like that's a good place to end it, and I'm just going to have to figure it out on my own, like like you said, like my own world, like do like just do you and i guess and that's that's really it because how else like you obviously you can't tell me what my authentic self feels like and if i haven't been embodying it long enough then maybe i have to learn myself you know and maybe that goes to anyone listening and it's like maybe you're just gonna learn yourself you know literally like you know they say it all the time get to know yourself well it's like i know myself i know who i am when i'm spiritual maybe i don't know who i am when i'm material when i'm in the physical world because we live simultaneous lives basically i mean we're all one it's all one at the same time i don't think it's like different but it's like you know what i'm saying right like it's like you you have your material and you have your spiritual and you're kind of trying to coexist in both realities at once because the spiritual exists with the and vice versa so it's like maybe i just got to know myself in every given moment i don't know do you agree with that or have any opinions about that well i while I feel that it's more like once you understand yourself, you won't have to analyze each situation that you're in. So there wouldn't be a difference between material or spiritual or whatever. It's just going to be a, a matter of do I vibe with this? I, I, I saw this one thing and I forget exactly what it was talking about, but um, it was like people who study counterfeit money they don't study every single bit of counterfeit money that they found. They study the real dollar. They understand what the dollar looks like. Then, whenever an imposter comes in, they'll be able to tell that it's not the real thing. And I feel that the same thing happens here. Once you study yourself and know yourself and are so grounded in yourself enough, when a situation comes, it'll be an instant thing of that's for me or that's not for me. Yeah, you're totally right. I think that's a perfect place to end it, to be honest, Michael, because that's literally going to set me off into exactly what I need to be doing in this present moment. So um, with that, you know, we really appreciate you spiraling, quite literally spiraling with me and Michael today on the Divine Spiral, and we'll see you next time. Just keep spiraling.